Hey baddies, and welcome back to Down Bad So Sad. I'm pretty down bad this week. My room is hot. I feel like I'm on fire. Oh, I should probably turn my fan off as well. So oh, same. It's about to get toasty toasty in here. So you should all give us $10 for this sacrifice. Kofi.com slash down bad so sad. Both of us $10, please. Not just Anya. Yeah. So $20 per person. There's actually a fee for listening to this episode because it's going to be so good. It's it's reminiscent of an earlier nostalgic childhood time. We're doing Scooby-Doo. Yeah. What if, okay, if Scooby-Doo had a different name, what would it be? Like if they- Scrappy-Doo. No. <laughs> How dare you? Um, Crappy-Doo. Oh, I like that. I mean, that's what Scrappy-Doo is. He's Crappy-Doo. Crappy-Doo. I will make this joke again later. <laughs> They could have been like Luby Doo. Luby He's the new uh, mascot for Astroglide. <laughs> so Scooby Doo is good uh, as a whole, you know. Yeah, Scooby Doo is good. I really liked the cartoon on Boomerang. Well, Cartoon Network, and then it moved to Boomerang. I've been a fan of Scooby-Doo for a really long time, and, like, as a kid, I always wanted to watch it, but I can't remember which one of my friends it was, but they were literally terrified of Scooby-Doo, like, terrified, and- How? I know, they thought it was scary, and they wouldn't ever let me watch it, and I can't remember which friend it was, but it was, like, genuinely upsetting, because it's, like, I, who doesn't love Scooby-Doo? I love Scooby-Doo. Also, Scooby-Doo's not scary. All of the ghosts are fake. That's, like, the was point. It- was it like the original Scooby-Doo or was it like Mystery Incorporated? Because I know a lot of people were like kind of afraid of Mystery Incorporated, but in my opinion, that is the best. Well, the original is the best, but off of that, I really enjoy Mystery Incorporated. It was the original show, like the, the older show. I'm a Scooby-Doo ultra fan. You are, apparently. I am. I also used to have a Scooby-Doo video game on my Leapfrog. If you remember what leapfrogs are. Yes. And you would, Scooby would be on either side of a seesaw and you'd have to jump up and eat the bones. You know what else is really good? Scooby snacks, like the snacks, like the graham crackers. I don't remember liking them, but I don't like graham crackers. I love graham crackers. It's so weird how Scooby snacks are like actual canon dog snacks in the show and like they just eat them. Literally. (laughs) What? (laughs) You want a dog treat? Okay. Here you go. They're like, I can't remember which Scooby-Doo it was, but it shows them making the Scooby Snacks for the first time. Oh, yeah, that's a, um, that's an episode. They go to the Scooby Snack Factory. Oh, that's not even what I'm talking about. Oh, really? There's an episode of the Scooby Snack Factory. Different lore for Scooby Snacks. That's so funny. In one of the Scooby-Doo's, it's like a mate, like Shaggy made up the recipe out of like, a bunch of stuff and it like shows the recipe and it's like a ton of gross shit yeah like meth meth <laughs> no like like meth has a ton of gross shit in it that's just what i thought oh of. <laughs> you yeah. meant that shaggy yeah. and scooby yeah. do meth <laughs> i <laughs> mean <laughs> after this movie i wouldn't i mean they do drugs but meth i don't yeah. know i'm not sure wink i also i do think we forgot to mention we're doing the live action scooby-doo from 2002 yes and what a film it was. A classic. I was upset by it. I have to be honest. 
um okay like was it was it like obviously it was bad here we are we have to be you know aware of where we are right now we're on down bad so sad but i feel like it didn't capture the original essence of scooby-doo and it made me upset i know what you mean because like scooby-doo is like shenanigans and it's like childhood like what's like innocent fun you know yeah in this like this was very sexual but i do think I think this was made for the people who watched Scooby-Doo growing up so they would already be, like, adults, like, older yeah. when they're watching this. So I feel like it was just slapstick instead of, like, I mean, did Scooby-Doo ever have clever humor? I don't know. But I feel like I wanted maybe a more darker, more clever, like, version of Scooby-Doo instead of this weird, like, slapstick show. But oh, it's, it was still enjoyable. It was 2002, also, yeah. so, like, you can't do a lot of things good then. Yeah. Um, But I I personally liked it. I mean, I watched it a lot as a kid, and it was one of my favorites. Like, the two live-action ones they made, I loved them. But, like, as an adult, seeing it again, it was, like, yeah. It was kind of embarrassing, because I was like, oh, this does kind of suck. Like, I was shocked when I found out it had really shitty reviews and has, like, I think it's 20%. It's 31% on Rotten Tomatoes. And so I was like, damn, like, I loved this movie as a kid and watching it when I'm older, I was like, it's not great, but I still like it. I'm still a fan. I feel like it's like, don't take me 100% seriously here, but it's an insult to the Scooby-Doo image. I think, I think the vibes are there, but I don't think, I don't think it's Scooby-Doo vibes. I think it's early 2000s shenanigans, fun time vibes. Yeah. It would have been like an enjoyable movie in general, but I think the fact that they made it a Scooby-Doo movie is what upset me. Because there's not a lot of the, the typical Scooby-Doo-ness in it. I yeah. mean, it also is only an hour and 30 minutes long, which is weird to me. Yeah, I know. I just, I really want someone to make a, like, more, like, mature, clever, Scooby-Doo, darker mystery kind of thing. But make it, like, really good. Like, yeah. Not, like, some Riverdale shit. Make it, like... Some like put it on FX. Yeah. And then it would be good. <laughs> Live action Scooby Doo reboot on FX. Yes. Yeah. Me and me and Anya will cast, direct, and write it. Speaking, speaking of the actors in this, they absolutely nailed the casting. You I think they, they nailed the casting for Shaggy. I was disappointed with everyone else. No. First of all, why <laughs> you're wrong. <laughs> okay, okay. Sarah fine. Michelle Sarah Michelle Geller is not only so fucking cool and i'm obsessed with her but she i think she plays a very good daphne however i hate this depiction of daphne so that's yes i hate this depiction of daphne and i I hate how she would just occasionally moan like every 10 minutes not her fault though they wrote that in they did she's just doing her job but she also she marries the guy who plays like she's married to the guy who plays fred in real life like they've got they met like here and they got married Oh wait, that is really cute. That's I, adorable. Like Fred, though. I, I don't think he's hot enough, in my no. personal opinion. Freddie Prince Jr. is not that cute. That's his real name. Yeah. Um, but then also uh Linda Cardinelli, she plays Velma. She's amazing. She was a good I Velma. Her. I love her. She's so yeah. good. <sighs> I love her. But yeah, I think the casting was absolutely on point for this. Like I don't think you can get a better Scooby-Doo cast. Yeah, I do wish they were, I guess, a little younger. It would make sense if they were younger because, like, weren't aren't they supposed to be teenagers? 
Yeah, and they were played by people like in their mid thirties. <laughs> I think it's so funny though because even just the drawings of Scooby Doo characters, like the cartoon, like they don't look like they're teens. Yeah, I was hoping maybe like, like early twenties, like early yeah. to mid twenties, and it's more like thirties, which I'm like, eh. But then everyone else was like a college student in the movie, and I was like, oh. I think these movies were supposed to be made as if they were like college students. Which makes yeah. sense, or like near college age, which makes sense to me because I once again think that they're making it for that age. That would make sense, but they just didn't really look the part. But other than that, I think the casting did. It was pretty good. Let's review the movie. Let's get into it. Oh, wait, should I read the blurb real quick to get yes. into it? Read me that blurb. I'll read you that blurb, Anya. Zoinks. Yeah. Okay, you ready? You ready? This is the blurb. I'm starting. Okay. Zoinks. Two years after Clash of Egos forced Mystery Inc. to close its doors, Scooby-Doo and his clever crime-solving cohorts, Fred, Daphne, Shaggy, and Velma, are individually summoned to Spooky Island to investigate a series of paranormal incidents at the ultra-hip-hop spring break hotspot. Ooh. That's good. That was hard to read. No, but that was a good blurb, though. Yeah, I agree. I like the ego clash part. That was good. Yeah. That is what happens. Yeah. There was a there, there was a lot of alliteration there. That was hard to read, but I did it. Thank yeah. you. Shout out to Broadcast Sound Production. A true poet. A true voice actor. That's me. What can I say? Yeah. As the blurb said, <laughs> the gang experiences an ego clash at the beginning of the movie. So it opens and they're in this toy factory fighting some like weird, terribly CGI'd ghost. <laughs> and then when it finishes, as soon as they're like done and they unmask the guy, like all of a sudden all these people come running toward them, like reporters and fans. Who were just like all there watching it happen, I guess. Um, yeah. Like, okay. I thought that maybe they were like on stage or like on a set and this was like a movie. No. Isn't that, is that the second one? I think, no, I think in the second one, like, this is the same vibes. Like, every time okay. something bad happens, like, the reporters and, like, there's always a crowd. Maybe it's the new, like, animated one where they're, like, actors. Maybe. I don't I know. feel like there's one where they're, like, a- like acting in Scooby-Doo. Like, canon in the movie. I have no clue. <laughs> yeah, it's, I don't know. But I thought that was what was happening. But yeah. no, so they just actually solved a mystery. But the issue is that... So essentially, these reporters come up to Fred and they start asking him all these questions about like how he solved it. And he's like, I did it because of this, because I'm great. And Velma is like, I'm so tired of this and like kind of walks out. And then they all get in a fight because Velma's like, you take credit for everything, Fred. You're full of yourself. And then they start like belittling Daphne and they're like, you're a woman and you can't do anything. They're like, you, you can't fight. You're just, you just get, we just save you every time. And so, and then Shaggy's like, come on guys, let's not fight. I wish I could do a Shaggy impression. Come on guys. That's, oh. that's Chad. Yeah, that's, that's Chad, not Shaggy. Zoinks. <laughs> wait, wait, Shaggy. wait. Zoinks. Come on. No. <laughs> that's kind of like goofy. <laughs> but, so essentially they all quit. They're just yeah. like, done. We yeah. got this. They all quit and they they go their separate ways for two years mm-hmm. and then we cut to um a scene at the beach in the mystery machine 
Shaggy and Scooby are a hundred percent hot boxing the mystery machine. You can't tell me they're not. They're zoinked. They're zoinked. Yeah, they're getting zoinked in the mystery machine. I wish I was getting boinked in the mystery machine. (laughs) I really want sometimes I see cars just like driving around that are painted like the mystery machine. And that is my dream. I love it. That's a move. Can we do this? Yes, I want to live my van life dream in the mystery machine. Let's buy a down bad so sad car. Let's apply for that grant and then buy a down bad so sad <laughs> car with it and just paint it like the mystery machine. Yeah, we need $15,000 so we can buy a van. <laughs> so just to all of our listeners, yeah. donate $15,000. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Donate, donate your student loans to us. <laughs> yes. But yeah, so they're they're sitting in the car and they're just smoking um, it doesn't show them smoking. It shows them yeah. eating. But when they open the door, they're there's smoking. a lot of smoke. Yeah. Also, as a side note, in in this, they're eating. Um, I think it was eggplant burgers. Um, Shaggy and Scooby are supposed to be vegetarians, like canonically. I think it's really funny because of the depiction of them constantly eating food. You know, like that's their whole like vibe. Like they eat so much all the time, but they're also vegetarians. There, Shaggy is pretty much he's very much a hippie in this. I enjoy it, yeah. yeah. So they're in the mystery machine and they get a knock. My little sound effect. Well, I'm gonna cut that out. <laughs> they get a knock on the mystery machine door and they're like, We have to run, we gotta go. And they open the door and it's this guy and they're like, Hey, bro, I'm sorry, we don't solve mysteries anymore. And the guy's like, No, I just wanted to invite you to Spooky Island you should come to Spooky Island and solve a mystery and get a bunch of money. Yeah. He's like, ah. He's like, I don't know about the money. And he's like, well, there'll be an all-you-can-eat buffet. <laughs> and you know, you know how it goes. <laughs> yeah. They're like, oh, well, of course. Yeah. Also, um, as just like a side note quickly, I think the CGI of Scooby was very well done for 2002. Yeah. Just it was much like better that. than the ghost in the beginning. Yeah. They probably put a lot of money into making that look good. Yeah. So, like, they probably didn't have a lot of money for the CGI of the ghost in, like, the two minutes at the beginning. Yeah. Do you think they filmed this with a guy in, like, a green screen suit? I saw something <laughs> literally, like, a week ago, and yes, it was, like, the scene The scene we're getting up to, where they're at the airport, the next scene that we're about to talk to, there's essentially, like, a whole guy, and he, like, leans in and pretends to lick Fred's face. And it's, like, a whole guy in, like, this, like, white suit with all these, like, markers on him. And it was really funny. But so funny. Yeah. So that must have been really weird to film because he must have just been, like, walking around on his hands and knees the whole time. I mean. No. <laughs> <laughs> but that's your kink and, you're, uh, and that's, like, your job. The lucky guy. He's getting paid for it, too. Yeah. But so so essentially shaggy and scooby are like let's let's do it let's go for it and so they show up at the airport and suddenly they see everyone else is there and they're all kind of like oh my god what are you doing here i don't want to go to spooky island if you're here the whole gang's back you know yeah and um they kind of just decide to to do it you know they're like they argue about it well they kind of make it into a competition they're like, I'm going to solve it before you can. Yeah. And then at one point, Shaggy's like, guys, can we just all work together? And they're like, no. Classic egos. Yeah. And they get on the plane. I really like the plane scene. <laughs> Personally. 
um, for many reasons. But they essentially, to get Scooby on the plane, they dress him up like an old lady. And I think it's really funny. I think it looks hilarious. I think it's a vibe. It's just a good old joke. Like, I thought that was very funny. I like the reactions of the people in the airport. Yeah, and, like, they, like, people were, like, were, like, falling for it. (laughs) It's, like, all so funny, because it's, like, it's a dog. It's clearly a dog. Um, (laughs) But, like, so they get on the plane, and this girl comes up to Shaggy, and she's, like, oh, like, I'm gonna sit here. And he's, like, okay, and he's, she's hot, so he's, like, yeah, please. He's all for it. And she starts sneezing, and she's, like, that's so weird. It only happens when I'm around dogs. And Scooby's, like, oh, that's yeah that's my (laughs) thank you Scooby's like that's my grandma's cologne so I'm gonna get rid of grandma grandma go sit with your good old friend your good old friend Fred and Belma like go away and um so he does but then Scooby sees this cat and starts like barking at her (laughs) and I just think it's really funny grandma don't eat the kitty yeah the kitty I eat the kitty. Uh, your girlfriend. But yeah, so I thought it was really funny. Um, and we also find out the the girl's name is Mary Jane, <laughs> which is just perfect for Shaggy. Yes. She also gives off like hippie, like yeah. uh, flower girl vibes. Mm-hmm. Well, well, they get to Spooky Island and they meet the guy who runs the island his name is Mondovarius and Fred can never pronounce his name right and he always like mispronounces it wrong and it's really funny and it's the guy who plays Mr. Bean I believe oh yeah it is so they they meet they meet Mondovarius and he tells them that he created this island as like a fun vacation spot but everyone is changing when they leave they're all like serious and this is um, further exemplified by this group of people who are leaving the <laughs> island and then a group of people who are coming into the island and someone, like this guy who just arrived, runs over to this girl who's leaving and he's like, hey, do you remember me? And she like whoops his ass. Yeah. Yeah. I was. It was interesting. It, this scared me a lot as a kid because I was like, what if that's what's going to be? Like, I was like, what if I end up going to Spooky Island and that happens to me? And I don't <laughs> know why that was a fear for me as a child, but... <laughs> but it was very weird so they all decide to investigate and they go to this welcome dance party or something and that's where we meet all like the evil people but we don't really know they're evil yet yeah and they tell this legend about how spooky island was you know as every legend in every tv show or movie a spooky island was built on an ancient burial ground and the spirits are mad yeah of course it's so overused because of course other cultures are so attuned to spirits that they oh yeah the the classic yeah the subtle stereotyping yeah and they split up yeah so they all they all split up and they're like we're gonna figure out what's going wrong here and so they all end up at like this castle thing before they meet up again at the castle, I want to mention two things that happen in their, like, little, like, split-off parts. Mm-hmm. First of all, there's this terrible scene between Fred and Velma where Fred's, like, he's, like, I'm a man of something. And he's, like, I'm also turned on by nerdy girls like you. Yeah, he was, like, he was, like, nerdy. I think he said, like, nerdy freaks turned me on, too. I'm not shallow. <laughs> yeah. 
And I was like, oh. Ew. Yeah. Thanks, Fred. Love it. Yeah, they made Fred like a really big sleaze ball. I wish they would have made him like a himbo because I get more himbo vibes from like classic Fred than like. Yes, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. How they like change the vibes. He definitely like is a little bit of a dick sometimes. Yeah, but he wants to do his way. But like, I feel like it'd be better if Fred was a himbo. Yes. So I don't know. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, so then Shaggy and Mary Jane are kind of like bonding. Mm-hmm. And how does the scene go? He's like talking to her and she says that she knows French. And then um, he's like, oh, I only know like one thing in French. And he says, Voulez-vous coucher avec moi? Which means, do you want to sleep with me? Yeah. And it's from, uh, I think it's Christina Aguilera. It's from one of her yeah. songs. Like that's how he knows it. But like, they just like slide right over that. Like they don't explain it. Mary Jane does not react at all, which I think is really funny. Cause like it's, if you spoke French, you'd probably be like, whoa, man. I, I think there's, they do that in Gilmore Girls. They do the same thing. I was about to say that. Yeah. <laughs> I was literally about to say that. That's so funny. Um, but yeah, so they're all like vibing doing their own like different like little search things. So Fred is doing the classic, like let me go with Daphne. And Velma's like, oh, that's so typical of you. And so he's like, fine, I'll go with you, Velma. And then, like, that's where, like, that whole line happens. And so it's it's Velma and Fred, Scooby and Shaggy, of course. And then Daphne goes on her own because she wants to prove that she's, like, strong now. Daphne ends up in, like, this room with, like, a, like, roller coaster, like, car ride type thing. And then Shaggy and Scooby end up in a room with, like, a buffet table and Fred and Velma are in, like, a room full of books. And they're, like, stuff starts going bad. Something's happening. Yeah, I think the the castle used to be, um, like, a theme park ride. And it was, like, it's, like, out of commission. And it turns, someone turns it on. And, like, Daphne gets stuck. Yeah, so, like, things go bad. Then the guy turns it on. And the food starts attacking Scooby and Shaggy. And Shaggy's, like, you know what we have to do, Scoob? Eat it! And Scooby's like, it's plastic. And he's like, do it anyways. <laughs> it's like, you drink out of the toilet. And Scooby's like, well, so do you. Yeah, which is hilarious. <laughs> Great character building there. Yeah. But then Fred and Velma are like pulling books on the bookshelf. And mm-hmm. they, well, Fred goes through a window. Doesn't he? Yeah, yeah something like that. Yeah, Fred gets knocked through a window and he finds this secret control room, which Velma finds like a few seconds later, like a book like opens a secret door. Yeah. But they find the secret control room and they're like, whoa, what is this? And they're like looking around. And in the background, the evil guy is crawling. He's crawling the whole time in the background, like out of the scene, like away from them. And they don't even see him. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, they're great detectives, first yeah. of all. Like, so good at their job. So they're in this control room. And they're like, it looks like a classroom. And they like hit a button or something. And this training video comes up. And it's just the embodiment of Chad yeah and it's like it's this like woman she's like in america you need to learn how to speak like the youth the youth have their very own specific lingo and it's like hey, hey broski it's like very like surfer dude early 2000s yeah yeah bad like, it's clearly not how young people speak like either i think at point one of them it's like it's like yeah you know me i'm up the sniznuff on the news <laughs> What does that even mean? <laughs> what does that even mean? What does <laughs> Anyway, and so they're kind of like, oh, like this is a 
this must be like the classic evil villain training room where they teach people to be bad which of course doesn't everyone have one yeah i do but so meanwhile while this like while this is happening scooby and shaggy find this like tv studio and they're like hanging out in it and they decide that they want to have a like burping and farting contest oh my god i tried to erase this from my mind well, they're, like, busting ass. And, like, Velma, nope. And Daphne walks in, in, like, the corner and starts to make, like, really gross faces. And so he's like, stop, Shaggy. And Shaggy's like, oh, you want? You don't want me to beat you, huh? And he's like, oh, I'm already beating you. I'm so much better at farting than you are, Scooby. And he's like, stop. Like, Scooby's like, stop. Like, like Daphne's right there. Yeah. You know, in, in Scooby's terms, not in human terms. Um and yeah i really i remember as a child i thought that was very funny um i'm not like a fart jokes person but it made me giggle i'm not a fart jokes person um i had to watch this like westerny movie i could not tell you what it is i think it's on netflix it's some type of like westerny movie where like it was all exclusively like fart jokes and i was like ah <laughs> no. No, yeah i don't yeah. they eventually find um I think Velma finds it. Uh, this thing called a daemon ritus. I think it's Velma. I'm not 100% sure. I don't remember. She finds this, like, room. And in it is, like, this, like, contraption little thing. Um, and it just looks like, I don't even know. It's just, like, a weird little, like, foldy. It looks like um, a cootie catcher. You know, those things you play with? It looks like one of those. It's not, but it looks like one. But, like, made out of, like, gold. Um, and they call it like a daemon ritus and it essentially like I don't even know what it's supposed to be it's just like the secret to the bad guy here like it's his what he uses yeah oh wait evil. is it Velma who finds it or is it Daphne I cannot remember I feel like it's Daphne it might be Daphne we'll but see. then Velma gets a hold of it and she's the one who like kind of has control of it over the rest of the film yeah I think it yeah. I think it's what turns the monsters um like to be real or something like that yeah it's, I don't it's, know. It's, it's what makes the monsters real or something like we didn't really mention there's like there is monsters on the island and they're like yes. kind of real yeah they look like unshaven dogs on but they stand like humans yeah they're like humongous yeah and they have stinky breath yeah <laughs> Classic, classic monster. Classic, classic dog. <laughs> classic puppo. Um, so then they go, yeah, so after they find the Damon Ritus, they go back to the beach and they meet up with Mondavarius. And they're like, we have three suspects. It's like, mm-hmm. it's this voodoo man that Daphne met earlier. Which is a, I don't even want to talk about it. I don't know, I didn't, that scene was not okay. I'm pretty sure it's offensive. Yeah. Um, and then, I was it the wrestler? I think it was the yeah, I think so. Yeah. And then they're like, and then you. He just like said it to his face. Yeah, they say this to Montevarius. They're like, you are a suspect too. Yeah. He's like, me? But do you want to explain the bar scene? Yes. So then they kind of like go their separate ways again, I guess. And Velma's at the bar. And she's just looking at the Damon Ritus, learning about it. And this guy comes up to her and he's like, wow, you must be really interested in this. She's like, yeah, I do, like, cracking codes and things. And then she starts talking about the origin of, like, the mystery gang. And she's like, 
Yeah. Fred was the coolest guy at Coolsville High. And Daphne was the prettiest girl. <laughs> Just very gay for a moment. Yeah. And wasn't this supposed to, wasn't there supposed to be like lesbian undertones in this movie? Yeah. Pretty much everyone ships Daphne and Velma, which makes sense to me. Yeah. I feel like if they um, had added those, I mean, they got pulled, um, like, there was outrage about it, so they had to, like, <laughs> like edit the movie, edit the yeah. script. Yeah. But I think if they actually included those lesbian undertones, I think it may have been offensive. Probably. It probably would have been, like, very sexualized, so. Yeah. So, am I arguing? I don't know. But, so then they, they keep talking, and they start talking about Scrappy-Doo, and at first I was like, why are they talking about Scrappy-Doo? Yeah. For one bitch boy. <laughs> Scrappy-Doo. Scrappy-Doo was essentially a part of the gang at one point. He's a cousin of Scooby, and he was a dick. And they, he, like, pissed all over Daphne. <laughs> he did and, it before, too. Yeah. yeah. And he had done it multiple times, so they kicked him out of the gang and just threw him on the side <laughs> of the road. Like, he's also, like, he's a dog like they just threw a dog out on the side of the road yeah also they make a point to note they're like he's not even a puppy he has just like he has a growth problem like he's full grown he's just tiny damn what a bitch boy <laughs> yeah for real that should be his real name bitch bitch do bitchy do <laughs> bitch do Luffy do and bitchy boo <laughs> scrappy bitch <laughs> okay Velma's like increasingly getting like drunk or like has been like drugged um I think which was like alarming to watch just like a woman slowly become more drugged clearly from her drink I'm pretty sure that's what was happening but I wasn't paying attention yeah like I'm pretty sure <laughs> someone like drugged the drink yeah uh, and then the monsters all show up yeah and Fred and Velma get kidnapped yeah and then Daphne, um, Daphne, um, Shaggy, Scooby, and Mary Jane. Yeah. Kind of go and they, Mary Jane eventually like drops off, <laughs> but they find, they go into this cave and they find this big, like, Wait, I wanted to pool. mention. Wait, yeah, I mentioned something. I was going to say, um, that before they like go off on anything, Sco Scooby and Shaggy are like, well, what can we even do? Like, this is hopeless. And Daphne's like, listen, like we have been underdogs the whole time. Like Fred and Velma are always, this, they're the smart ones, they're the brave ones. Like everyone views us as nothing. And like, this is our time to like step up and show them that we're like strong. So this is like the character, their like character arc. Like they're trying to get better. Yeah, that was nice. Yeah. I was like, okay, go off Daphne. Yeah. I also love Daphne as like a concept because she's supposed to be like really strong and like badass. And it makes me really sad that in this movie they didn't make her badass. Yes, that's why I am upset with this movie. I feel like they just didn't really portray the characters as I would have liked to see them. The second one is better, like with Daphne from what I remember. Also, Sarah Michelle Geller can like fight badass in real life. So yeah. I wish they would have added that in. Because she's Buffy the Vampire Slayer, in case anyone doesn't know. Ooh. I'm obsessed with Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Anyways, just saying. So they go to the cave. And they find this big pool. And it kind of reminded me of um, in Avatar. How it's the nothing like this. It's the, cartoon, the cartoon in the movie. <laughs> the cartoon. It's okay. nothing like this. Um, I was going <laughs> to say, when he goes to um, the... I think it's the water. The water tribe. 
Mm -hmm. and ang finds that like pool with like the fish in it like the two koi like the yin yang koi that's just what it reminded me of but it was nothing like that yeah you're right it's not (laughs) (laughs) i just i just thought pool with important stuff in it so Uh, the pool the pool that they find in this movie has like little floating faces in it and it's like the it's the spirits of all the people who it's they call it the the protoplasm love it so when we find out what they're doing is they basically suck the protoplasm out of people, store it in this little pool, and then the people become like Chad Brad zombies. Yeah, they become they become the monsters on the island. So like your body gets taken over by the monsters. And the reason they need your body, they find out, is because sunlight fucks up the creatures. Yeah. And we find this out by my favorite scene of the whole movie. This is your favorite scene. This is my favorite scene. It's so funny to me. Is it offensive? Probably. Is it fun? <laughs> yes. So essentially, Shaggy is like, I'm going to take your protoplasm out of this bowl. And I'm going to like, I'm going to like, sh- like, just throw it. Because apparently once you just take it out of the bowl, it can like search its way back to the body, like by like flying there, which sure. Okay. Um, and so he like takes them all out. And they're all, like, going back to their bodies, but they end up, like, Fred's in Daphne's body and all this stuff. And, of course, he's like, I can look at myself naked. <laughs> of Classic, classic, but, like, ew, shut the fuck up. But, like, I think it would have been better, again, if Fred was a himbo. Yeah, like, right? I think it would have been like, delivered better rather than he's, like, a, a douchey, like, a finance predator. bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, like so like it's funny so they all get put in the wrong bodies and this is like it just makes me laugh so hard um i don't know why it's just very funny but yeah so that's essentially that's essentially the scene like they all are in the wrong bodies and they have to keep switching over and over again until they get in the right bodies um which i like um and then they find out that essentially like one of the creatures comes to kill them and they get like the they get the, the protoplasm back in the body. So the creature gets kicked out and he's like on his own. And for some reason, Velma's like, I'm going to open this 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 curtain for some reason. Just as a theory, I guess. She just opens a curtain and then she's like, I knew it. Light repels the creatures. And that's why they need our bodies during the day. I was like, how the fuck did you know that? Intelligent. Intelligent. She, she's smart. What can I say? I feel like they do that in the show too. Like in yeah. like, like Velma just figures some shit out and they don't explain it. Oh, but Scooby's not even with them. I forgot about this. Scooby has been taken by Mondavarius, who oh, we find no. out is like evil. And he's like, Scooby, I need you to be the sacrifice. He's like, I need one more final pure protoplasmic soul. It needs to be you. They find out that Scooby is like the only pure soul ever. Like he is the purest <laughs> soul, which like, oh, like cute. Yeah. How sweet. Scooby doesn't know what the word sacrifice means. He's like, okay. Racrofresh? 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 Okay. Yeah. So everyone kind of gathers in this cave and they start doing this like dance. <laughs> doing this, like, it's all like the, the college students. They're doing this like song and dance type beat. And Fred and Velma, you know, aren't possessed. So they don't know the dance and they're trying to play along. Essentially, Fred keeps, like, dancing. Like, everyone stops. Like, the ritual, <laughs> yeah. like, song's over. And Fred just keeps, like... And he doesn't know the words, so he's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, just, like, <laughs> dancing. 
like aggressive funny yeah it was really weird and it's like how did you not notice that everyone else around you stops but what i thought was dumb was that velma because fred keeps dancing velma's like oh i'll keep dancing with him too which is like no she should have stopped and been like played along with the bad guys yeah because then she could have saved them easier so Uh and they wouldn't have been like you know discovered so they try to set up a trap that's how this whole thing happens yeah yeah they try to set up a trap and shaggy is on this like zipline thing yeah (laughs) and he like (laughs) at one point ziplines into this guard and like knocks him out and then he like takes his um fists his like clothes and stuff yeah and then um, then everyone starts dancing and he's like in the hallway like dancing too and then and he, he like, the guard comes back to life and he like beats him up with his dance moves it's pretty cool yeah. i like it i was happy for shaggy yeah but yeah so they all get like caught um and then, daphne but yeah we'll talk about that later and they're about to like kill scooby do you want to take it from here because i forget what happens <laughs> i forget what happens too but important oh. note here so they're like, it's time to begin the transformation. And Monoverius, like, opens, he takes the daemon ritus, he opens it, and all of the protoplasmic souls start, flo- like, flowing into his little, like, box. Yeah. And he's becoming stronger and more powerful. And we find out that he is not Monoverius. He is, in fact, bitch boy Scrappy-Doo. Scrappy bitch. He Scrappy Doo was inside of like a robot wearing Mondavarius's like skin suit. Yeah. Yeah, because of course, naturally. It's fucking Scrappy Doo. Yeah. Why is it not, you know? <laughs> not literally. I like how they made him the villain. That that was I didn't see it coming, I have to be honest. No, like because it's so off, like it's just so off like out there. Like why? <laughs> I know when they when they brought him up earlier in the movie, I was like, why are we talking about Scrappy Doo? was like, I'm all for the Scrappy Doo slander, but there was a little bit of foreshadowing. Yeah, so it was fun. Okay. So then they all start kind of like everyone's fighting. And like they're all in the big room. They're like trying to stop Scrappy Doo. He's trying to get Scooby. They're like, no. But then Daphne is on the roof. She makes her way to the roof. And she's trying to open up the vents to let the light in to kill all the the monsters. And then this, like, wrestler guy comes up and they start fighting. Yeah, and she gets, that's where she gets to show off her killer badass moves. Yeah, it's Because cool. also, as a, as a plot line that we, like, didn't, it's, like, very minor, but, like, we didn't really mention it earlier. Um, she tells the gang that, like, she started taking, like, kung fu classes after, like, while they were, like, broken up. She's a little bit of a redemption arc. Yeah, so she beats some ass, as she should, because yeah. the real Daphne is a bad bitch. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she kicks the wrestler down this, like, chimney thing, and he falls into the bowl of protoplasmic souls, tips it over, so they all start flowing back into the human bodies. Mm-hmm. And then the monsters are, like, dying. Uh, Scrappy-Doo loses his power. Yeah. Turns back into Scrappy Doo. And Scooby like kicks his ass. Yeah. As he should. I'm not sure how accurate that description was at the end. Because I wasn't really paying attention, but eh. no, you were pretty right. Um because Scrappy Doo gets like really big and then once he like once they all start going back in their bodies and the light starts coming in and the monsters start dying, like Scrappy starts to lose all his power and then Scooby's like fuck you basically yeah and that's like 
basically the movie. Yeah, there's one more extra scene where Shaggy and Scooby are in the all-you-can-eat buffet and they have like a pepper eating contest. Yeah. Yeah. So that was, it was a nice little scene. Yeah, it's, the, it's also a classic. Yes. And they're trying to see who can eat the, the most hot peppers. I actually think that was taken from one of the cartoons. Because I do remember that being a plot in one of the cartoons too. I feel like it might be Zombie Island. The scene where in Zombie Island they're in the kitchen and there's a bunch of hot peppers and I remember Scooby keeps eating all of them. So maybe it was taken from there. A little homage. Yeah. Always appreciated. Are you ready for the final thoughts corner? Yes, I have my final thoughts. Final thoughts. Final thoughts corner. Welcome. Welcome. I recently bought a karaoke mic. It's called a party machine. We thought and, it was $3 and it was 30 Yeah. <laughs> but my life has turned into an eternal party since then. So, so highly recommend it to yeah. all of you. What can I say? Cured my depression. Yep. Who needs therapy when you have a party mic? Literally. They should they should sponsor this episode. Yes. Yeah, we record on the, the party machine mic now. <laughs> <laughs> Solely. Yeah. So Anya, what are your final thoughts? Okay. Um, this movie was enjoyable, but I have to be honest, I kind of said this earlier, I didn't really like that it's attached to the Scooby-Doo name. I think they could have done a better job. I think they misrepresented the characters. I like the direction they took with Shaggy, but the other ones I felt like they were misrepresented, especially Fred and Daphne. And I feel like they could have, you know, taken a darker, more mature, like more serious route with it. I guess it is for children, but I mean, I would be very, very interested if they make an actually good Scooby-Doo live action reboot. Mm-hmm. yeah but i did enjoy it for what it was i don't know i'm always down to watch some scooby-doo content yes yeah Same. yeah um i agree with you on the character depictions like i really do wish they had i wish the movie was longer and they did maybe a little bit more like personality building with some of the characters and like didn't take i mean it was the 2000s so i get like the very clear stereotyping of men and women, like men are dicks, women can't do anything. Um, Like I get it, but I do wish they had kind of made Daphne a little more cool and Fred like a little bit nicer because like he was really just mean a lot. Um, But I I loved Shaggy and Scooby. Like you can't go wrong there. And like the actor who plays Shaggy is like kills it all the time anyways, so. But yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't wish it was darker, like, like a scarier, like horror-y thing. Cause I like that it was, I like that it's silly. Like for me, Scooby-Doo is supposed to be like silly, like friends and they're all like doing shenanigans. Like that's how I remember it. So like, I do remember being scary at sometimes, but I also remember as a child, this movie scared me. So I think it did like its job for children, just like the normal Scooby-Doo would do its job for children. Like it would scare me as a kid. Um, But overall, I really enjoy the movie. Like I definitely will watch it again in the future because like I love Scooby-Doo. And I'll probably watch the second one this weekend because it's so good and you should watch it too. I highly recommend it. Those are my final thoughts. I love Scooby-Doo. Me too. And you should too. 
And you should too. And if you don't like Scooby-Doo, get out. If you don't like Scooby-Doo, you have to give us $3 to stay here. 30 Oh, yeah, we are saving up for that mystery machine. Sorry, Anya got the admissions price wrong. It's $30. Yeah. To get- 70 if you want to um, come into our mystery machine van. Yeah. To yeah. access the special segment uh, portion of this podcast, you need to give me uh, money. Yeah. I would like $5 for the special segment. <laughs> Thank you. You can contact me at Instagram. Ooh, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Welcome back to the special segment. Welcome back to the special segment. Maybe welcome back to the special segment will be our always. (coughs) Okay. Welcome back to the Dad Bad Says Sad special segment. Today, we're going to be talking about Scooby-Doo conspiracy theories. And I have an article here from Mental Floss by Kristen Hunt on October 22nd, 2019. I'm citing my sources. It's called 10 Wild Scooby-Doo Fan Theories. Let's, let's kick it off with number one. Number one, Scooby is a Soviet space dog. So essentially, this fan theory kind of questions why can Scooby talk? So someone says that the show was set in like the 1960s, that it would make sense if Scooby was the dog that they sent to the moon in the USSR. So essentially they, the fan theory is Scooby is a runaway from one of the Soviet's space dog programs. And he was the best of the bunch, essentially. Like they think that he was like the most successful dog that came out of it. One of the scientists may have gotten attached to him because he has a personality, he has, he's able to talk to you. Um, so maybe one of the scientists got attached and sent him to the US because they felt bad. And then when that scientist died, Scooby ran off and found a group of teenagers. But it says maybe the CIA never stopped searching for the Soviet wonder dog, which is why Mystery Inc. is constantly traveling by van and why the show is called Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? I've heard that one before. I think that's really cool. Yeah, I'm not too upset by this one. I know, I kind of like it. Yeah, I kind of like that. Like, it's a little out there. Like, at the end of the day, like, I genuinely think Scooby-Doo is just a show about a talking dog. But like, I like I like when people make up, like, what if, the, what if they came up with the idea because of this? It's a well thought through theory. It's very convincing. Like, I'm convinced. Number two. The show takes place during an economic depression. And this one basically says that since they go to all these different places, like museums and theme parks, they're always, like, grimy and deserted. And, like, everything's really run down and no one goes to it anymore. And, like, everyone is, like, obsessed with, like, food, especially, like, Shaggy and Scooby. I kind of don't like this theory. This one makes me sad. I know. It's sad and I don't think it's true because Daphne is like, Daphne and Fred are like loaded. Yeah, like isn't in one of the like Scooby-Doo movies, like I think either Daphne or Fred like takes them back to her house and she literally, like they just have a ton of cars. I don't remember what movie that's in, but. It might be like not canon from the original show. I'm not sure because, you know, I am a Scooby-Doo Mystery Incorporated fan. Yeah. But um, they're, everyone's kind of like highballing and this, the suit theory just, this theory just makes me sad and I don't like it. So number three, Mystery Inc. is actually a cult. Um, this one's stupid. I would join this cult though. Yeah, it says it says essentially like if you think about it, like 
Fred is like a handsome and friendly front man. And then Daphne basically just follows Fred around. Velma's smart. And then Shaggy just talks to a dog. It says, as for Shaggy, well, men who claim dogs can talk to them have famously disturbing history. So I'm assuming other like cult members have claimed this. But like, I think this one's super far-fetched and like is not well put together. Yeah. When you construct a story and like just like the basic story and the basic like friend group, like mm-hmm. when you're writing a story, like that's that's pretty much it. Yeah, like it's basically like the the traditional like you have the front man guy and the pretty girl and the smart girl like yeah and the slapstick guy yeah like it's the basic like combination and yeah. also just like they don't do anything culty no number four they're all draft dodgers so Scooby Doo premiered in 1969 that's when the Vietnam War was happening and all able bodied men over 18 were drafted into the war. Which begs the question, is Mystery Inc. just a bunch of draft dodgers? The boys could be driving that van straight to Canada to avoid deployment, along with Fred's fiance Daphne, and their anti-war activist friend, Velma. Shaggy is supposed to be like a hippie, so like it would make sense if he was anti-war. The only thing that doesn't really make sense is I feel like Fred would not be anti-war, to be honest. But he's very much like, I feel like he's very much like an America man. Not like in a traditional, like, I love America sense, but like America's values. Also, as a side note to any listeners, it's getting very, very windy here, and I can hear the wind through my... Oh, yeah. It's very, very loud. Um, I think it's about to storm, so, like, if anyone can hear that, I'm sorry. He's kind of a, a capitalist fan. I don't know. I don't hate the idea of it. Yeah, me neither. It's okay. I'm too mentally ill, I think, to be drafted. Me too. I love that for me. The next one is Scooby-Doo Snacks Alter Your Jeans. This one's basically saying that, like, what if Scooby Snacks are a steroid that's capable of changing your genetic code? Um, and that's why, like, Scrappy-Doo and Scooby can both talk. Scrappy, Scrappy-Doo a bitch. And it says, like, if Scrappy-Doo's on steroids, like, it, that would explain why he's always trying to fight with people. <laughs> this says it makes sense because Shaggy has a really high metabolism and he's super skinny. But I feel like that's not, like, I feel like if you were taking a thing that could change your genetic code so much that it could make a dog talk and the only thing it did for a human was make you like forever skinny no like that doesn't add up i feel like it it would feel like it would do some harmful stuff to a human yeah that's a stupid theory sorry whoever came up that number six so this one says that fred drives the mystery machine because shaggy is the one who actually owns it and he's just completely zooted out of his mind all the time which makes sense could be like that that makes sense I don't know. Maybe Shaggy just doesn't like to drive. I don't like to drive. The next one is, this is ridiculous. (laughs) Yeah. Shaggy is Captain America's son. It says that his name is Shaggy Rogers and Captain America's name is Steve Rogers. Apparently Steve Rogers, Captain America can run 26 miles per hour. And Shaggy frequently keeps up with Scooby, who's a great Dane. And those dogs run 30 miles an hour, meaning Shaggy could be Steve's son. That's hilarious, but, like, why would anyone ever think that? Yeah, those are two cinematic universes that maybe shouldn't combine. Yeah, no. Number eight. I like this one. Monsters really do exist in the Scooby-Doo universe. Then says, every time the gang catches a new monster, it always turns out to be a human in disguise. A Reddit theory says, if monsters don't exist, why is there a business dedicated to catching the fake ones? Everyone in the Scooby-Doo universe also seems to accept that monsters are normal and an everyday occurrence. Suggestions that monsters are real. The gang has just never actually caught a real one. I, I like, agree. I think that one's cool. 
Um, in, in Scooby-Doo Zombie Island, I, I think it's one of the only ones where the monsters are real. I was going to say, I think there is one where monsters are real. Yeah. So, like, canonically, like, monsters are real in the universe. This is a song I wrote about car alarms. Please turn off your goddamn car alarm. If you have a car alarm, please make sure it doesn't go off randomly. The next one says that Scooby and Shaggy are actually just actors. This one essentially says that, like, why are Scooby and Shaggy so scared of hunting monsters after like literally decades of doing this? Like, why are they still so terrified? And like, it would make sense if Mystery Inc. hired them as actors to draw the monsters out to make it look like they were so scared. It's just a good way to like trap monsters. I don't think they're actors though. I kind of like the trope that they're just terrified of the what they do. Like, I think it's funny. Yeah, it is funny. So this one I think is really interesting. This says, Green Room is just a gritty Scooby-Doo reboot. And this is interesting because I also really like Green Room. Well, I don't say I like Green Room. I like um, A24, which made Green Room, which is a film about this, this band who's like, it's a small band. And they're like going on tour and they make one final stop at this like weird rundown bar in the middle of the woods and... While they're there, they witness a, like a murder by a group of neo-Nazis who own the bar. And then they lock them in the bar and try to like pick them off one by one. So that's what Green Room's about. And this theory says, The 2015 horror movie Green Room is about a band with a van that squares off against an evil old Nazi. The Scooby-Doo franchise is about a team. Originally, Scooby-Doo was supposed to be a band. It's kind of cool. That squares off against evil old men. Like, no, but I think it's it's cool to see them connected. Like, obviously it's not. This is what I'm talking about, though. They could do a gritty, darker, more mature Scooby-Doo remake. Preferably not with neo-Nazis or as much, like, um, death and just the, like, trauma that watching Green Room gave me. But I, I like the connection there. I just feel like if Scooby-Doo was darker, it wouldn't be... Like, why, like, once again, like, why not just call it something else? Like, if, say, Green Room yeah. was the spinoff of Scooby-Doo, like, why not just call it something else? Because I feel like if you associate it with Scooby-Doo name, then people have expectations. That's true. I would like to see a little bit, of, like, the. I would like to see the same characters, though. Yeah. Just, like, see where, like, a situation like that would take them. But I think it should be considered as, like, if you're considering the whole, like, Scooby-Doo franchise in the canon, it should be kind of like a add-on like separate yeah those are some conspiracy theories i liked the conspiracy theories i think the first one was the best one face dog show me your bark Oof, now we're gonna do our best scooby-doo impressions from the next hour <laughs> 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 i can't do it <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good Thank you. We hope you guys enjoyed listening to this episode of Down Bad So Sad. Anya is currently making the fuckboy face at me. If you like Scooby-Doo, um, DM us on Instagram at Down Bad So Sad Podcast. And we can talk about Scooby-Doo all day long. Or we can talk about other things. If you like cheese, don't cheese. DM us. Yeah, don't I DM don't us. like cheese. We don't like cheese. <laughs> I'm vegan and Anya's sick constantly. <laughs> yeah yeah but um if you want to talk about scooby-doo and if you're not going to kill us and you pass the vibe check maybe we can have a scooby-doo watch party Ooh, a little scooby-doo marathon yeah the, the besties mm-hmm. so yeah we hope you guys liked this i'm sure you did because if you're still listening then clearly you're a real one yeah thank you jess <laughs> shout out to our consistent listener jess
Uh, okay, let's say goodbye in our best TV impression. Okay. Goodbye. Goodbye.